All right, Jeremy Thurman, we're Brian. recording. I'm I'm gonna get an on air thing for the new studio, right? Oh, let's switch. make sure you guys is mic. Your yours has a switch. Sorry, I didn't prepare. It's actually on the mic. Yes, bam. These are some. Hey, yeah. yeah, I got these from. Brian. Hi guys. Nice. There we right go. There. We can hear you. You can hear us. <laughs> I got these um, over here from. Uh, Brian at Valley Piano, and they're, they're super oh, good. Oh, right The quality, I actually, I think, like, when I have people, Jeremy and I have the same. It's an SM58, and it sounds good. But those mics sound really good. Yeah. Yeah. I always notice that if I hear a clip back of, like, a previous podcast. Stag is the brand. Hmm. S-T-A-G-G. They should sponsor the podcast. <laughs> uh, <laughs> you know, if they wanted to. It'd be right. cool to have an audio because, dude, audio equipment is freaking expensive. Yes. I'm considering yeah. upgrading some things to the new studio. Anyway. So we're going to listen to Pink Floyd. We're doing, what is it called? Like uh, an anthology? Like what we're going to do? We're going to do a series of podcasts. We're going to listen to all their discography. Yeah. I think that was what my question was actually going to be about was were we going to cover like the entire discography or were we going to like skip say the soundtrack stuff like more or um obscured by clouds or just kind of stick with the main records are we going to skip the live side of uh umagama are we going to do that <laughs> i'm well I'm, even though that's like the best part of that record the studio side on the other hand is like eh. I'm down to take this party wherever. Okay, I mean yeah. that's, that's wherever that's it good. goes. That's good. You, you yeah. can be our spirit guide. Absolutely. <laughs> you have the you have the secret knowledge, man. Indeed. <laughs> uh, okay. You're DM in this party. <laughs> okay. Well, well, right on. I I, I guess uh, I I kind of want to leave the uh, the uh, Amagama stuff in there because that's uh, some of that's kind of funny. Like, yeah. Let's like, get weird. Yeah. Yeah. So. I mean, th that's the thing. Like maybe, like like I said, things that you probably didn't sit down and listen to all the way through. Right. Yeah. Any beast. I like that we did because um, Thurman and I just did a singles, kind of like a a side story to this quest. Yeah, the Barrett era singles. Yeah, obscure, but yeah. it was fun to do. Yeah, it was it was cool to just sit down and listen to things in that order. Right. Yeah. Listen to Arnold Lane. Yeah. 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 Nice. <laughs> it's yeah. Arnold Dane and see Emily play and uh was like that's Apples and Oranges. That's a good one. Yeah. It's crazy to think those are songs that made Pink Floyd famous. Like those songs are I, pop tunes. Yeah. yeah, right. Psychedelic pop music. Yeah, it's yeah. weird. <laughs> right. But yeah. it was considered pretty far out for its time. Oh so hey, did I did I tell you dude sure. I have Roger Water Roger Waters tickets? No. No. For, Dallas. Really? for Dallas, this will be my third time to see him. But when is this? When is when is he going to be um, in Dallas? Uh, when is it? <clears throat> October. Oh, okay. Or November. One or the other. It's towards the end of the year. It's in. Uh, it's in a venue, and the stage is like like this. It's like a T, like a big mass in the center, but it's like a T. So I'm, and it's the name of the tour is. Uh, this is not a drill. Well, I was going to say, where are they going to build the wall, Brian? Very yeah exactly man <sighs> the last time i saw him um they the screen show they had yeah. and like it, it was amazing it was amazing and then they brought out like some local kids to sing <laughs> on the wall yeah that's cool yeah wow yeah they were all wearing like uh costumes <laughs> specific to the 
theme, which was anti-Trump. Like it's a, it's a really yeah, a, very a, political. It's a very <laughs> Trump-hating <laughs> party. <laughs> but I feel like everybody knows. You ready to go now, it. Jeremy? Yeah. No, man, I'm good. <laughs> uh, I'm here to talk about Pink Floyd, bro. <laughs> okay, that means that, that that's kind of how I fe- that's kind of how I feel yeah. about it. Honestly, when I go, I'm like, bro, I get it, I get it. Okay, yeah. don't. Please don't start talking about Israel next. Yeah, because <laughs> yeah, that's right. the thing. He's like, right. that, is, that is Roger about. Waters. Like, yeah, that mm-hmm. David's over there just yeah. like yeah. download sponsoring all these songs through his and selling his guitars. And but you know they played together a few times in the last yeah. few years, right? David and Roger. Um, yeah, so. still still hoping for that. Reunion. Yeah, yeah right. Yeah, I mean, I mean, Richard Wright is dead. Yes, so he that's, is. You know. Nick Mason, you're next. <laughs> <laughs> Nick Mason is. Well, doing he is the, on tour. Right, right. right. He's doing some sort of tribute thing. Yeah, to like the early stuff, like we're going to be listening to today. Right. Which, yeah, that's cool. My friend saw him in Dallas. Michael Booty. He's been on this podcast yeah. a few times. Nice. Yeah. See, I wish I'd known. I probably would have. Checked yeah. it out. I, I know, right? And he's like, I'm going to see Nick Mason. And yeah. I was like, What? You just don't hear Nick Mason's right, name right. a lot. And like, I was yeah. like, Cool, dude. I didn't, it didn't even really register. Right. And then I was like, What? The Nick Mason? Yeah. See, like I'll, after the fact, I was like, Whoa, you, you told me about that and I didn't even catch it. I'll, I'll admit, in like the history of like listening to Pink Floyd, especially with Jeremy, I feel like we kind of like knocked Nick Mason forever. Be like, dude, you're like the least talented guy in Pink <laughs> Floyd, you know. Did. And it's like he's actually a real cool dude. He is he's, a super cool guy. Yeah, yeah. We were just bagging on him, just to bag on. Yeah, him. <laughs> it's just like I look. I bag on Roger Waters, yet I'm going to see him a third time. Absolutely. <laughs> and, yeah. and people are like, "What's the best concert you ever been to?" I'm like, "Roger Waters all the way." <laughs> like, no question here. And uh, this, but to. visually and. and musically i'm just like the history of the band it's all of it it's so amazing right i I thought that i would probably never get a chance to see him again too after i saw him on the i saw him twice on the last tour yeah in nashville and tulsa and this one we're seeing him in dallas but as soon as i heard about it i was like i'm all over that Mm -hmm. like it was that good of an experience so Oh, yeah, hope it's good again. All right, well, let's get this going. Yeah, okay, cool. so we're starting from the beginning. This uh, is, yes. uh, this uh, is Piper a... at the Gates of Dawn, which was released in, like, late 1967, I believe. Uh, so it's right around that psychedelic period, the summer of love. Yeah. Uh, the which Beatles. We're going to do, do Sergeant Pepper's about that. Hearts Club. Band. Timothy Leary. Yeah, yeah, right. Uh, so this is, uh, I know we've kind of... Uh, knocked around with the uh pronunciation yeah how do you pronounce it is it domine sure that i mean to me that sounds uh more intelligent yeah like a a word of the vatican (laughs) yeah right don't mind sounds like you're just redneck (laughs) (laughs) yeah but um i'm just gonna say right off the bat i think this is um this is an extremely excellent album opener (laughs) and one thing that pink floyd albums really excel at is establishing a mood like right off the bat and this really does it with this spacey psychedelic darkness that's the only way i can describe it i agree with that so yeah yeah, I dig the uh, I dig the album art right there. Yeah, absolutely. It's definitely of its era. The uh, sort of kaleidoscopic 
Look at the look at the clothes. I mean, <laughs> it's kind of hard to tell where Roger Waters and who is that other guy? Which one? Where? The one next to Roger. On the left or right? The right. On the right. Okay, see, so, so we got Roger, we got Sid, uh, Rick Wright, and then in the red, that would be Nick Mason. Okay. So. <clears throat> A young, mustacheless Nick Mason. Yeah, right. Well, yeah, with Sam's facial hair, right. <laughs> I know. Does he have a mustache most of the time? In my mind, he has a mustache. Yeah, I, yeah. I think so. A sweet mustache. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's maybe the live at Pompeii. Nick Mason, I have. Okay. Yeah. yeah. From like watching the DVD. Mm-hmm. Roger should grow a mustache. Might hide some of that nose. Yeah. <laughs> you know, he, somebody else said this, and I'm just repeating it, but it is a true statement that he aged well. Like, he was, like, not yeah. not really good looking right there. Dude, yeah, yeah. He's, he's, yeah. But now I can accept his face a lot more. Yeah, right. Definitely. And it's, like, unfortunately, David Gilmore kind of, like, did the opposite thing of that. <laughs> it's, <laughs> it's like, yeah, he's, he's a good looking young dude, you know, and then uh, and now it's him, like he's. Colby calls him fish. Yeah, man. right. <laughs> yeah. Still love the guy, but, you know, it's For like. sure, yeah. I still can't believe he sold all those guitars. That is amazing. Blows my mind. Yeah. The Black Strat, man. Yeah. What did you guys hear? There was a big boxing fight this weekend. And this uh, English guy who won uh, donated $9 million to a, a charity. His whole winnings. I wow. saw that. You shared that on Facebook. Yeah, that's cool. That's amazing. Yeah. I wish I had those kind of problems. No kidding. <laughs> <laughs> that's, some, that's some wild problems. Yeah. yeah. Indeed. <laughs> His sponsorships and future opportunities to earn, though, and his net worth are all so much more than $9 million. Yeah. That's the, in hindsight of whether you, and I really don't agree. Like why are sports figures that big? You know, I mean, he's an international sports figure, but he's freaking wrestling the other night. And like, uh, whatever it is, WWE. Was he really? Yeah. He like made an appearance over there. I'm just That's saying. amazing. That's how, that's the hot thing right now. Yeah. Bronco See, this is, this there. is iconic. Yeah. Yes. No, no. I love that it's almost like two completely different songs in the same song. It just kind of stops for a second and then just gets weird. Yeah. So David would not have been in the studio on this album. No, David Gilmore wasn't involved with Pink Floyd at at this time. Now, Saucer Full of Secrets, he was. Saucer Full of Secrets is the only Pink Floyd album where they have five actual members in in the group at that okay. point. Because well, and is that just in the studio, or is that or is that in the studio, or just on tour? I think it was both. Yeah, I'm pretty sure it was both at that okay. at that point so he kind of maybe comes in on 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 some of this stuff oh sorry oh no no you're, you're supposed, <laughs> to be on, supposed to be on autoplay you're definitely getting more yeah, into it, normal pink floyd now, yeah, right? yeah 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 now, now we're to lucifer, lucifer sam, sam. Yeah. okay which this is one of my favorite tracks yeah, off this record. this one is wonderfully yeah. weird anytime like dark surfer music yeah <laughs> scooby-doo episode indeed <laughs> maybe the batman mm-hmm. yeah yeah a little bit green hornet all that man green hornet is like probably the same year as this yeah, 67, yeah I mean. it would have been yeah or that period <laughs> such interesting lyrics too especially in comparison with like the uh ultra 
dark Roger Waters stuff like life sucks and all that. And yeah. you got Sid Barrett singing about a cat. Yeah. You know? <laughs> 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 yeah. You're right. <laughs> it fucking blows my mind. This is where came from. Yeah, man. It, Get the yeah, fuck out of here with this. Yeah. <laughs> it's cool. It's crazy. But it's just like, I cannot believe this is the same band. That well, like that's I guess what happens when the front man kind of goes crazy. Yeah, yeah. 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 So you get lost with how to tell the story or how how to connect the dots on all of it because there's yeah. there's a bunch of outline points that make the picture look weird. Yeah, it's just interesting because I feel like like what they mostly came from the same background. Right, I, I, they yeah. all met at art school or whatever. Yeah, same same generation of lads. Yeah, and and you got right, you got Waters writing this just yeah bleak yeah outlook on humanity and and but yeah then you have Sid Barrett who's like I'm gonna name the record after a chapter in the Wind in the Willows and uh, yeah why not uh, make references to Shakespeare and all kinds of like just weird stuff let's get about halfway through recording and decide to do more lsd <laughs> i think that's gonna help yeah sometimes that dose just doesn't quite do it for you yeah apparently the guy was just like perpetually high like Dude, like just that's spaced like, out L- lsd is definitely not a drug you can do every day well, apparently like, Sid like, Barrett did. Like multiple days in a row, you know yeah. what I'm saying? Like yeah. I can only imagine the psychotic state. Yeah. You saturate function like that. No. Oof. Oof. Well. I guess it explains some of the things that are about to come up, though. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. We'll address that at a later time <laughs> on another podcast. <laughs> Maybe the silver lining in this is even though poor Sid lost his mind, we did get David Gilmore out of it. So true. <laughs> oh, man. Yes. David yeah. Gilmore on his guitar on dogs. Unbelievable. I played it for my class the other day. You know what I run into all the time? I, and I just kind of realized that this goes on. Um, but like one of my students was wearing a Pink Floyd shirt and I was like, Roger David, which one? <laughs> and they're like, huh? Uh, I don't, I, uh, Pink Floyd. And I was just like, what's your it's favorite not a person. song? Pink Floyd is not a person. Yeah. And, and, and uh, they didn't know any of the songs really. And I was uh, like, my favorite song's dogs. We're going to listen to it. Yeah. This yeah. Is, welcome to Civ One. Okay. That's awesome. <laughs> wow yeah this is this is your pop music right that... <laughs> david's gonna come along and dirty this stuff up yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes man i was listening to have a cigar the other day just oh, driving to yeah. work that's one of my favorites yeah it is mine too that's so it's a great tune well, okay. Spoiler alert. I'm just going to go ahead and say Wish You Were Here is my favorite Pink Floyd album overall. So have a cigar, man. 
oh it's so good yeah. you know and i kind of hate the fact we're talking about it even though we're listening to piper you know but it's like hey we got to get can't to this not point we're giving people exactly f- footnotes and referrals yeah, yeah. That, that is true that is yeah. very true like when some really goofy stuff happens on the very next song we'll know why we all laugh because this is how we feel about other pink I, I, floyd records. i like how that's like a common motif that you've had this where you're like yeah we're just going to get into even more weirdness in the next song it does it's, it's <laughs> This, yeah. is, this is this is this is Matilda Mother. This has lead vocals by Richard Wright. He sings the lead on this. So. Yeah, that came mm-hmm. up when we were po- podcasting. Yeah, right. He was singing. Okay. And I didn't even know that he really sang. And then I started looking into it, and he sings yeah. a few songs. Mm. Oh, sorry. Oh, you're good. <laughs> hey, they want to be on the podcast. <laughs> it's okay. It's the music. It's the weirdness. It is. It's GG. <laughs> <laughs> spontaneous moments indeed that's, that's <laughs> they're, they're too sweet to, to be upset about it i know okay, yeah. yeah new studio only one way in and out and it's the glass door to the outside wow nice. yeah i'm excited yeah it's gonna be sweet we can jam and it'll be, a, yeah. be over there in the corner yeah so it's all gonna be there choke each other next door there you yeah. go I do plan to start building up the music uh, music equipment again. Start recording some stuff, dude. I've got uh, two bases. Yeah, uh, yeah, and I'll. I'm trying to get a mixer that I can use for the podcast. I have one scouted out, and yeah. I passed up a deal on it, and it's sold. Man, I waited too long. Bummer. <sighs> but it it has um has everything I need to record uh, jam sessions or. It's like an right. all-in-one. Yeah. Well, that's cool. Yeah. has the USB capabilities and everything. All right. We're not on autoplay for some reason. So <laughs> next, we are uh, Matilda Mother. No, we, well, we just had that. Oh, that was just Matilda yeah. Sorry. And chapter 24 uh, is later. <laughs> flaming? Yeah, I think there Flaming is the next. Yeah, I think so. Flaming. I think was a single, actually. Even though it's on this record, I believe it was a single. This might be the one I was thinking of. Yeah, it's pretty strange, but yeah, like it's like in a good kind of way. It's like this is this is kind of music I don't I don't need LSD, man. You know? Yeah. This is it. <laughs> they told me what they heard. Right. <laughs> right, yeah, you know, it's 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 a document. It's exactly. A, it's, a, it's a first-hand account. Indeed. <laughs> this is what it's like, guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, that's right. The cuckoo clock sound yeah. effect. That's like, like, I wonder whose idea that was just to be like, hey, let's add in a cuckoo clock. Probably Rogers. He did so many of their uh, just sound effects. Like right. the change and in, in, uh, money. and Yeah, the clocks and time. Uh, yeah. Uh, that kind of stuff. Yeah. He talks about it. Yeah. Yeah. Is that what he does when you see him live is mostly Pink Floyd stuff or does he do a lot of his solo stuff? Uh, no, it's almost all Pink Floyd stuff. He does like one solo song. Well, you know, I mean, according to Roger Waters, he is Pink Floyd. Well, so, you know, <laughs> there was a lawsuit actually over that in the uh, 80s between him and David. What's so. interesting is how, you know, David hasn't done anything since the Pompeii DVD, if I'm yeah, not mistaken. Yeah. 
in 2016. But uh, his set list versus at that time back when I that is about when I saw Roger. Um, they were just different on a few songs. Like David plays Run Like Hell, Roger doesn't. Right. Yeah, which is a great song. Yeah. I listened to it yesterday. I, I listened to it. Uh, well, okay, so I listened to it sometime this week, and then I was walking into the gym yesterday after going to Lowe's, and it was playing. I was like, I'm walking in to Run Like Hell jamming. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I love that bass line, dude. Oh, yeah, it's great. The, uh, I usually don't say things like that about Roger's bass Usually lines. not, yes. Right. Well, I'd always heard a rumor that actually like a lot of the bass stuff was actually David Gilmore, like he recorded it. That wouldn't surprise me. Uh, it's a rumor. I mean, I don't know how true that is I or mean, not. But Take Up Thy Stethoscope and Walk is the song he wrote for this record, yes. right? Yes, it is. It, it strikes me as a bit more musically complicated than <laughs> Roger Waters. <laughs> <laughs> hey, have a cigar. Wait, no, no wait. That, that's that's not this record. <laughs> now, how do you say this? Yeah, power touch, power talk. <laughs> I don't know. This is the one I was thinking. Yeah, it's like an weird. instrumental. Yes, track. There's, there's two instrumentals, right? Uh, is there <laughs> this one and then? Uh, isn't Interstellar Overdrive? Yes, Interstellar Overdrive is an instrumental, even though it's like 10 minutes. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Listen to that. Yeah. This is when the devil doses started happening. I like the fact that they recorded this like at the same time that the Beatles were recording Sgt. Pepper's yeah. at Abbey Road Studios. I yeah. think that that's funny. So you imagine, did they like have some interaction or something well, at apparently that there was some of that I, at one point i i came across some of that like they got to like sit in while right while they were recording yeah, like right. set out the, you know kind of cool the, the, wow yeah definitely we're passing each other in the hallways all the time all yeah the time. well i mean i think it's interesting too because like pink floyd was just like this new up and coming band at this time right and the beatles were like the biggest band on the planet right yeah. but by like the middle 1970s right i mean the beatles are gone at this point and pink floyd is one of the biggest bands on the planet and that's yeah. that's really cool yeah i would also do one of these anthologies i don't know if that's what they're called <laughs> what we can call on, them that anthology uh, album Ze anthology led zeppelin <clears throat> right i would do that we could talk about the plagiarism. Yeah, see, yeah. I was going to say this. <laughs> that, I was just waiting. Of, okay, yeah, to. Jimmy Page stole this riff from this blues musician. Scandalous. You know what? I don't, I'm just uh, saying. I don't care. It's still a good song. <laughs> <laughs> They're the Tony Robbins of rock and roll. <laughs> it sucks. They stole like 15 songs. But, you know, they should have footnoted their... Yeah, they should have put. I covered this. Uh, they should have give credit. But, oh man, that, I was listening to Trampled Underfoot the other day. It's so good. Oh, so good. Yeah. <clears throat> now there are two different mixes of this record. There is a stereo and a mono mix, and. I've never heard the mono mix, but there's like a lot of stereo stuff going on here. Yeah. 
especially interstellar overdrive has the panning thing back and forth yes. between the right, right and left channels that's one thing i noticed because i was last time i listened to it last night i had it in earbuds yeah and it was right going back and forth pretty hard it was pretty awesome i like interstellar overdrive a lot yeah uh, i do too right i i agree i think it's a absolutely great song and it's such a great song that's why we're talking about it while listening to power spoiler alert yeah (laughs) (laughs) yeah it's one of the yeah it's probably an indian word probably (laughs) it's one of those dialects this this is like one of the tool segue songs man you just you just kind of listen to it what do you think uh so have you heard the the new tool album no i have not it's good it's good um i enjoy it a lot Uh, um hey did did i share that with you you did you did i couldn't remember dude i tried to hit up all my hardcore tool fans (laughs) i appreciate Uh, it yeah uh, but uh, the in- little interlude instrumentals, Danny Carey's drum solos, mm-hmm. chocolate chip, like seeing that Dude, live. Yes. Was... Saw, oh, it was amazing. Wow. Hey, they're they're doing in Oklahoma. Did you go see them in Memphis? I did. What you, we haven't talked about that. I know. Oh. <laughs> it's incredible. That curtain. The curtain. What was that? You talk about I, best I've never live seen shows anything ever. like that. It's insane. It made they had this curtain around the stage and they brought it back and forth a time or two. I never really noticed when it was coming or going as kind of, Roger Waters does the same thing. It could be so much going on. You're like, wait, where'd that big go? Oh, it's back. It's just yeah. like always stuff going on, but yeah. Okay. Yeah, we're good. <laughs> okay. I've been, I've been adding the play next and to Q. So nice. This is... Is this a good song? <laughs> no. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this is the guy who wrote Us and Them yeah. and Dogs and... Brain Damage and Eclipse. Yeah, and... Yeah. I mean, I guess we oh, all got to start man. somewhere, but I mean, it's just so goofy. It's yeah, like, <laughs> it's ridiculous. And you got Sid just playing his guitar like a maniac. Yeah, and why not? <laughs> <laughs> They really like doing the mouth sound stuff on this record yeah, for some do. reason. It's, <laughs> it's a free instrument. Yeah. At I believe at the drive-in covered this. The band really? before the Mars Volta. Yeah. Like, yeah. I think nice. they covered this song. What, awesome. uh, what album is it that has them playing the blues with the dog? That's uh, metal. It is on metal. Okay. Yeah. That's Seamus. That's, yeah. yeah. Seamus. <laughs> Mademoiselle noobs. Yeah. <laughs> that dog is so cute. <laughs> Man, I've been so upset about Russellville has this band on Pitbulls and they put up that. this dog yeah. park yeah. which some of my taxpayer dollars definitely went towards. Yeah. And will go towards the upkeep. And there's no Pitbulls allowed. And then come to find out if you lose your Pitbull and the animal shelter picks him up, you never get it back. Wow. Uh, that's fucked up and if they ever yeah. catch a pit bull they euthanize it dude mm, not cool what kind of fascism is that yeah. don't be critical of the government <laughs> okay I will, I will <laughs> don't indeed. you call animal control and tell them what they, they you should feel bad about that and to pass it up the chain either I will I, I, I know I've been t- talking to your family and yeah, friends dude. and neighbors about <laughs> it. I know I yeah, know yeah it's it's it irritates me when i was talking about the sons of liberty today 
I use this metaphor. Just because Paul Revere's engraving of the Boston Massacre had a dog. Yeah. He's a dog. Yeah. It was a good segue to to bring this up. There you go. And the taxation thing, too. You know, we were talking about that. It's kind of light on lyrics, isn't it? Indeed. Which is weird for Roger. (laughs) Very uh, uncharacteristic. (laughs) I mean, so I wonder how much, like, uh, you know, later on in the band, they're known for, like, their almost, like, committee sessions, I guess you could say. Right? We'll just call on that. But I wonder how much of that went on at this point. Like, how much, like, planning. Let's make the record sound this way. We want this to kind of build into that, et cetera. <laughs> we're, we're jumping into Sid Solo stuff now. Yes. It's See, actually side quests. <laughs> Inter- Interstellar. Yeah, I think Overdrive. Interstellar Overdrive's the next. Then it's see. the gnome. Yeah. You guys remember David the Gnome? Yes. Yeah, that was on Nickelodeon, okay. like back in the late 80s, I think. I don't remember that. Yeah, yeah it used to be on, uh, yeah, that was in on. The early 90s, it came on yeah. around the same time as Eureka's Castle. Yes, that was like, it was like during the daytime. Yeah. yeah. You remember Eureka's uh, Castle, right? I'm totally drawing a blank Dude, on that, so dude. good. Oh, what? Uh, I'm, I'm disappointed in myself. YouTube he it could, is. You could have been on Reading Rainbow. That was PBS, so. That too. Yeah. Right? Yeah, I mean, because there were some good shows on PBS. Remember that show, Ghost Right? Yes, oh, I yeah, do. Oh, yeah, for sure. Ah. Where in the world is Carmen Sandiego? Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, dude, Waldo Books. Okay, I just want to throw that out there. <laughs> I got some in the other room. That's yeah. awesome. Oh, man, where's Waldo? Yeah. So good. It was a definitely a key part of my childhood. Yeah. Yeah, David the Gnome. Right. Yeah, that was yeah, that was probably like late eighties, early nineties, Nickelodeon. That was back I think when I, I looked up, I think it came out late eighties and we were probably yeah. hitting the reruns as as kids. Yeah, that's back when Nick was like Nick was pretty Dude, remember the good early all then. that King oh, yeah. and Kel and For stuff, sure. man. Uh Maybe we just think that's good and like the kids now. Oh, no, man. They look I, at the same I, way. I, I will say I think probably Hey Dude is still a good show. That's yeah. what, what what I'll say. Are You Afraid of the Dark? Yeah. <laughs> still a classic. Oh, yeah. Salute your shorts. Uh, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Definitely. Rocco's Modern Life. Oh, that holds up. Okay, Rocco's Modern Life yeah. holds up. Which what they brought back for a netflix movie or whatever I is it so. out i, believe yeah, it I is. heard about that yeah. Yeah. yeah i haven't seen it yet i was just thinking about how like i really don't use my netflix that much like like streaming has gotten so like not multi-tiered i'm like over right. on the disney plus just like mm-hmm. reliving my childhood yeah yep I watched the Three Musketeers last night, and all I could think about was what a sleazebag Charlie Sheen is now. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. And Kiefer Sutherland really is super successful, really. Yeah. You think about yeah. it. Oliver yeah. Platt, pretty hilarious in that movie. Mm-hmm. Kiefer Sutherland's been steady working for forever. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I know. He's really had an incredible career, and yeah. he's in a band. Really? Yeah, country music. Oh. Country music. We've listened to one of his songs on the podcast before. <laughs> like it's it's wild, bro. Kill it with fire. Yeah. Just because it's country music. Yes. Okay. 
Interstellar Overdrive. It's like, how do you write something like this? Or is this just like spontaneous? Yeah. Just we're gonna do whatever. You guys, uh, do you guys know who Sturgill Simpson is? I know of Sturgill Simpson. He did like a, a, a album, a concept album, to an anime film. Okay. <laughs> concept right. album to an anime film. There, yeah, he like contacted these people and got got together with them somehow. And was like, I want to be the soundtrack of your movie. Really? So he watched the movie and wrote this album, and, and you can watch it. And I, I'm going to eventually do a podcast about that. But cool. yeah, because Sergio Simpson, he he's kind of wild, dude. He's like psychedelic country. <laughs> Talks about doing DMT and all sorts of crazy shit. Nice. But he's singing. But he's a country singer most of the time. Hmm. Interesting. Indeed. When he's not doing anime rock. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, is that a genre? Is that that I can get down on? <laughs> Do we have a new genre? Is that yeah, anime, anime rock. rock? Anime rock. That reminds me of South Park. Yeah. That. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> Timber. Yeah, they definitely didn't write this, Thurman. <laughs> so you you just think they just went into the studio and were like. Just give us a steady beat, and we'll just go with it. Yep, let's get weird. Just did they do this live? Any yes, this particular song? Yeah, yeah. I believe so. That was they did for them. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I believe they actually did versions of this that were like thirty or forty minutes long. Oh yeah, was that when people were getting frustrated with Barrett for? Yeah, when when he note? would go up there and play like one note solos for like fifteen minutes or whatever. Speaking of people who have done that, who are still alive right now, John Frusciante is back in the Chili Yeah, Pepper. Is he really? Yeah, yeah, I saw that. For the 14th time. <laughs> like, yeah, dude, it's the, I'm happy about it, but I'm like, dude, remember that time you played Under the Bridge really slow and fucked everybody in the band over on live TV on Saturday Night Live? <laughs> that was super selfish. <laughs> <laughs> that was pretty fucked up. Oh, man, heroin will do it, too. Yeah. It will. That Apparently. It's a very, very lucky to be alive. Yeah. And, I mean, I'm not a Chili Peppers fan by, like, any fashion, but I do like him. Yes, like, absolutely. Uh, he has definitely elevated their art form to, yeah. to anything that we would be talking about. You know what I'm saying? Without him, like, it was never... Mm-hmm. And his his whole story of overcoming drug yeah, addiction. Right, and yeah, right. coming back that first time with Californication. Yeah. That was also great. did a lot of amazing guitar playing on Deloused in the Comatorium. He did. The Mars Volta. Yep, so did Flea. He's on there. Yeah. yeah. They had, all those guys have done so much over the years. Collaboration. Yes. Yeah. Like uh, John Frashani had uh, <laughs> this instrumental song called Murders that I would hear on like this electronic station all the time. It's super good. <laughs> nice. Yeah, I, I had it on one of the gym playlists. We would have kind of like electronic dubstep like that sort of stuff for certain classes and and that was on there and it was just like him solo into like an electronic sort of drum beat but it was really it was kind of uh it was good nice 
That's what you should get into, Jeremy. Electronic music. Electronic music? Yeah. Yeah. If you're building the studio. I need a MIDI keyboard. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Definitely. All right. You need to be able to do all your yeah. effects in-house, man. Absolutely. Roger would do the same. Yeah. That's fair. <laughs> you got to make some, some very psychedelic shit yeah. now. So what's the next piece of uh, equipment or whatever that you're going to gonna what have gonna you been go buying? for yeah, what, well, yeah. Right. have you got anything yet i haven't got because we need to yet. collaborate indeed thurman you know he runs a freaking pedal shop out he of his does. <laughs> house, <laughs> man if, if there's anything you need i probably have you covered well i appreciate that <laughs> i'm just kind of looking around at stuff at the moment looking at guitars mostly oh really because the one i have is one of those squire stratocasters you can get at a pawn shop for like 50 bucks yeah so you should hard rod it man i just i will tell you guys i mod it out i just got one of my squire like affinity strat uh modded with a switch oh nice yeah Yeah. nice yeah but it's got hot rail uh hot rails in it yeah it's set up just like the normal pickup configuration but it's got a it's got a hot rails in it yeah so so the last podcast that we had we were watching the floyd videos and we were like yeah david gilmore with the white telecaster yeah in there I got a white Telecaster. Since I saw you, yeah. you perched it's a white. Yeah, I traded you're, in a bunch of pedals and stuff, and I was like, oh my you're God, giving I me it. hope. That's amazing. <laughs> I've been trying to buy as much musical gear before I have right. my first offspring. Right. That's always right. I was like, the only way I could facilitate anything like this is I had to sell off like a bunch of other gear. You got to you know? like, build an argument. But I was like, man, I love Telecasters, and it was white, and they had the rosewood fretboard oh, on it and everything else. Yeah, yes! Thurman has to have a Telecaster. Those yeah, are cool. dude, Tellys are I, great. Right, they are. Like, when we were playing with Aaron, mm-hmm. when we were in Dark Continent, Dark right? Continent. <laughs> yeah, I, I, I had the Sunburst uh, Telecaster. Yeah. I had that guitar for like 10 years and I sold guitar. it and I regret that every single day that is the one thing i regret I'm just, i selling. think i'm gonna stop selling guitars yeah yeah it's like i felt like i lost a piece of my soul yeah I, yeah you have, if you have Damn to add it, on to your house to have a room for guitars you should do it <laughs> Damn, I even added a room onto my gym for it. There you go. <laughs> not a problem, man. That's not normal behavior. It's not normal, but that's because normal is wrong. Yeah, I know. I'm just like, people, people, as I'm like, I'm just making this up. I don't know. Exactly. Like, like, need a spot to do this. Do I have a really big office at the new gym? Like, big enough I could throw a couch in there and it still not be overcrowded at all. So that's awesome. So, it's definitely going to have to be a nap couch. Absolutely. Yeah. Taking a nap anywhere is key. I completely like agree. My office at work. Yep. I don't know why they needed the bongos in there, but they hey, do. Are we on to the room? Yeah, we're right, on to the nap. So what kind of guitar were you thinking about looking for, Mr. Barlow? I really have nothing in mind at all, Thurman. I'm okay. Completely well, no, I, mean, I mean, I'm here to Just guide you at- on this journey. <laughs> he really... Yeah. Dude... We should go to do guitar center. We should. We should just like, yes. about that. We should. That'd be cool. Yeah, get, I'm get, totally down You know, for I it. have a really nice GoPro that, yeah. with, with a, a mobile setup. Really? Yeah. I don't know how, I don't know how like the, <laughs> the, 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 cor- the corporate people at Guitar Center would feel about us, you know? <laughs> hey, what the hell are you got doing? Yeah, yeah right. <laughs> You'd be like, there's nothing. You got the lights and the camera. <laughs> nothing to see here. <laughs> Can you explain the pricing on this guitar? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> guitar Center representative. <laughs> you know, I'm, I'm not... 
I, I like Guitar Center. I know a lot of people knock them, but man, it's like... For I, some, really, I don't people, know why I've never been. Really? I mean, I have been okay. uh, to a Guitar Center. Yeah. But, I, I, dude, I was probably like 22 years yeah. old. Where it's like... You really don't know what you're even looking at. Yeah, I don't yes. think I had any money. Yeah, no, not. It was just like <laughs> that. It was a double whammy at the time. I was like in Little Rock for something and just, just went. Yep. Yeah. I played the Bootsy Collins bass that's on the wall. Oh, nice. I made him get it down. It's <laughs> a job. And you're gonna ha- yes, exactly. You said I can play anything hanging on the wall. Get that thing down. I gotta play it. I've done that. Like. Uh, I want to say the one in Little Rock had a 12-string like vintage Rickenbacker. Nice. And I was like, I had no intention of buying it, but I'm like, I'm going to play it. Yeah, right. Yeah. <laughs> it was like, like $3,000. Yeah, what, like, what are you going to lay hands on that again? Yeah, right. I was like, I've never even seen this. It was like from maybe the mid to late 70s. So nice. I was like, yeah, this is cool. You I know, bet you it was don't fun. See that. Actually, it wasn't that good. Wasn't <laughs> I played it. I played a Rick and Bay. It wasn't that high end. It was like an eight hundred dollar guitar. Yeah, it was an electric semi-hall body. Yeah. Okay. It just wasn't. Hey, they're not for everybody. I mean, like, I I enjoy them. I have a three thirty, and and I like it. But um, uh, they're not for everybody. Yeah, I mean, you can't shred on them or anything, or you shouldn't. Your day, yeah, it's not. Made shouldn't bad. shred on it, but. Yeah. Uh, jamming some Isley Brothers <clears throat> tunes. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is where we get into the mysticism. Uh, what is ch- chapter twenty-four of what? Um, is it supposed to be like the uh, the I Ching? Isn't that? I, 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 that's what I've heard. Oh. It's like some translation out of out of, out of that. Interesting. Yeah. Or it's it's or it's not like a, it's not direct, but it's based on on that, Let's and see. it fits perfectly with the times. Indeed, everybody getting into all this Eastern philosophy stuff and crystals. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah. I, it is I Ching. You should be on Jeopardy or something, you man. Uh, no, I don't. I don't think I. No, I. Th- that's one of those instances where it's like you just get up there and you would just freeze up and uh. You man, know. is is Alec Trebek still? still yeah, I think he's. It? I think he's uh, still doing it. I think he's still had it cancer. Yeah. Man, he said the other day that like although he is getting better, he does have a definite stopping point in mind, and he's gonna announce when his last episode will be. Damn! Actually, that they should just make a um, AI Alex Trebek. They should, or somehow for real, somehow download his consciousness well, and like, do a can computer. Can we go back to Bob Barker AI? Yeah. Like <laughs> deep a- fake instead of what's going on now? Yeah, this right. Scary. Get out of here. <laughs> what did he get back on his line? His ex girlfriend got murdered the other day. Yeah, no. I heard that, or I read about it online. She was on The Price Is Right a year or so ago. It was like bring your spouse or family to work day, and he brought his girlfriend, and she was on there. We were all like, "She is entirely too attractive for Drew Carey." And he got, she got murdered. And she got murdered yes. by another ex boyfriend the oh. other day. Crazy, super crazy, Indeed. man. I just uh, listened to of mice and men Steinbeck. Yeah, oh, 
That's a depressing book. And then I turned around and watched the movie. Of course you did. Yeah. Gary Sinise was reading it to me. They're really pretty much the same. Yeah. Uh, Except (laughs) there's about an hour more detail in the book. But man, what a drainer. Yeah. Yeah, that's pretty harsh. I I hadn't, I hadn't, that is one that I, I did go through when I was a kid. But damn, it was it still holds up too. It's a good for book. sure. Dude, it is wild um, how far uh, how far Pink Floyd has come. Just in like what, just like two albums in the future of this album. Yeah, no, like two albums in the future. They're kind of aimless at that point they're like we don't know what to do wandering in the wilderness for 40 years perhaps but, and, and then then they they get everything together about around 70 71 with uh i i know a lot of people don't like adam hart mother but i really like that record yeah that one's a good record and uh, a metal is like considered like the record where everything really clicks yeah because i hey, echoes yeah, right 20 minutes so i have a book that explains these hexagrams okay like all of like dallas thought is rooted in like like this translates to dice and all sorts of wow shit. Yeah. really yeah it's yeah, i don't I, I can't really it's it, like it's almost like eastern logic in a way yeah is how i would huh. kind of what is this one this is the scarecrow Yep. And then it's bike. Uh, about Wesley. the Batman villain. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Did you ever see anybody like really good play the spoons? <laughs> it's bad. Not in person. Badass. No. Okay, Only I got like to, an old bluegrass type thing. I got to see a uh, rusted root. She played the spoons. Yeah. She she would, uh, like, on her, uh, like, washboard. I had, like, some sort of, like, a washboard type thing. Yeah. Okay. But would do different things with the with the spoons, like, traditional style, but also almost like a washboard. Nice. Yeah. Rusted Root. You ever guys ever get into them very much? Oh, uh, no. They, they say a song, send me on my way. <laughs> you know? <laughs> it's, like, iconic. It's been on a thousand movies. Send, send me on my way. Okay. They played, like, Woodstock 94. Woodstock 99. 94. Nice. Yeah. Yeah. Back before Woodstock was ruined by 99 and riots and fire. And biscuit. Yeah. <laughs> For real. Yeah. That 90- Fred Durst is now directing movies with John Travolta in them. Oh, man. I have. Uh, what, what movie? I forget the name of it. It's called. Exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it's something about a. It's like Super Fan or something like that. It's about a fan that's crazy about a, a famous person. Oh, I heard about this. I heard yeah. somebody else talking about this. Yeah. Yeah. Interesting. <laughs> yeah. John Travolta. <sighs> I kind of like this. Yeah, I do too. It's yeah. soothing. It's weird. But not too weird. <laughs> but probably in 67, this was like, oh my God, yeah. what is this? this? Is this even music? <laughs> I like, man, I just like world percussion. Like, yeah. non traditional yeah. percussive Absolutely, sounds. Yeah. Yeah. That's why I have a couple of djembe's. 
Congos, we, bongos. We're, we're back. We're back to flaming again. Uh, we should be on bike. Oh, bike! Yes, this was the final track that they had on the uh, Echoes Best of the Two Disc. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. From like the early two thousands, maybe about two thousand one. Mm-hmm. I remember. Yeah, because because they have other Barrett songs and all that kind of through there, but this pops up at the very end, and I think it's after it's after High Hopes. Maybe. Which, you know, is like epic. And, yeah, and this shows great. up and it's like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what is this? <laughs> yeah. uh, just a small reminder there at the very end that this is where we used to be. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I want to see. I want to go back and look at Nick Mason's set list now and see what he did, what all he did from this album. Yeah, yeah, I would, I would totally go see the live thing. I, 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 these would, these songs would probably be great in a live setting. I'm sure. Yeah, it's a circus. Yeah. <laughs> all I know is when I go see Roger, he's gonna have three dudes there trying to replace Dave. Yeah, yeah, that's that's true. And like 17 musicians on stage. Yeah. Or some crazy damn thing like that. Like uh, then he had these two, uh, these two ladies. I forget these two. This dude, they were some sisters act. They're not actually <laughs> sisters. I don't think. Right. But damn, they were like playing percussion and singing. Oh wow, they did. They were a really cool part of the show. <laughs> I'm trying to think of what their name was. I hope they're back. Yeah. If that show's in October, I may look into it. I would love to see Roger Waters. Yeah, dude. Yeah. Yeah. That'd be I'd cool. check it out. Yeah. That's like top three of things to see before I fucking I die. Dude, it's, I will say this, like I because I, I very much got the sense last time I was like, Oh man, I may never get a chance to do this again. Luckily Trump's running for president again, so he's pissed about <laughs> it. Yeah, yeah pissed. As, as long as Roger's angry, he's gonna be out there. Right. And you'll have the opportunity to see him. <laughs> exactly. It's like Al Jorgensen from Ministry. As long as there are Republicans, there'll always be another ministry record. This is so funny. Like uh we were walking out <laughs> yeah. of out of the show and like there's some like Pink Floyd or Roger Waters shirt. It was like, but it was iconic. It was like a tie dye. I forget. It was this iconic Pink Floyd looking Merc, you know. And it was like seventy five bucks. <laughs> it was like <laughs> fuck capitalism. <laughs> but hit up the seventy five dollar t shirts. Yeah, I'm just like, dude, I would love that t shirt, but damn. But fuck that. I can't. No, that's insane. It's insane. Seventy. Yeah. 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 There, there are some. Some rants in the Roger Waters uh, sort of discography about capitalism and all this. Uh, Not Now John's a pretty good example yes, of that. Yes, I love that song. <laughs> I love that song. I sing it at work all the time. Yeah, man. <laughs> oh. I always thought that maybe this was like a locked groove at the end of like a vinyl record where instead of like your needle just going off into the center, it locks in and it just repeats over and over and over and you eventually lose your mind. Oh, okay. <laughs> oh, um, using it. <laughs> what song is it where you get sucked into the radio? That's a, uh, 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 ha- machine. Have a cigar. Is it? Have it's, a cigar? It is have a cigar. Oh, wait, is this? Hey, Jeremy, this is your favorite version of Pink Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> uh, 
<laughs> so, so is, is this is this the part of the show where we talk about the record we just heard? Because this yes, sounds like this so. sounds like like yes. adult oriented radio background music. <laughs> this is like NPR type stuff. Right? <laughs> yeah, Let's absolutely. throw a commercial in here. Yeah, it's it's so soothing and. Well, thank uh, Nestle Pure Life. Walker. Yeah, right. There, there <laughs> you go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Sp- <laughs> oh man, you guys gonna go see Starship this weekend? <laughs> <laughs> My dad grounded me. (laughs) (laughs) Okay, so we just listened to Pink Floyd's debut album, 1967's The Piper at the Gates of Dawn. So now we'll go through and rate them out of 10, or rate the record out of 10, and then sort of explain, where does it fit in the Floyd discography? How do you feel about the record? Were there certain songs you liked? Were there ones you didn't like? That sort of thing. So who wants to start this off? I would say flip a coin, but there's no such thing as a three-sided coin, so that's not possible. <laughs> Jeremy, what do you think, dude? Yeah. All right, I'm I'm gonna say I'm gonna give it. My scale is gonna be out of Pink Floyd records, one okay. through ten, you know, type versus you know all records of all time. It's kind of hard to mix that in. Okay, there, you know? so so just against Pink Floyd albums. That's, Pink that's Floyd perfectly albums. fine. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give it a six. A six. Yeah, it's okay. psychedelic. It's trippy. It's weird. There's some that power touch song. I don't know how you pronounce that. <laughs> that one, just throw that in the garbage. And uh, <laughs> that, yeah, take up thy stethoscope and walk is <laughs> super weird and not my favorite at all, especially for being a Rock Waters song. But, uh, you know, other than that, I really like the album. Like, Astronomy Domine, as we decided to yeah. pronounce it. That one is great. We'll just call it AD. Yeah. <laughs> Interstellar Overdrive, and you can't go without that song. It's awesome. But I think, yeah, let me give it a six. Okay. Right on. Um, guess number two. Okay. Um, if we're gauging it against Pink Floyd Records, I think I understand where you're coming from. And and especially like like I mean I'll admit I'm like a bigger fan of right the ladder stuff by ladder stuff I mean the classic face stuff this is the ladder stuff and mm. not really a big fan of that but that's no. that's perfectly fine love love yeah. David Gilmore and all that but that later but, oh yeah we'll come up to this later spoiler alert <laughs> it's gonna get great. yeah it's 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 gonna be great it's it's gonna be like mystery science theater three thousand style like stuff but but okay Brook that day back to to. Uh, I would give it an 8 out of 10. I think it's a good record. I think it's a solid record. I think given in its time period, it's it's good. I like the melodies. I like the sort of out-of-the-box sort of guitar playing that goes on. I think that's one thing that Barrett kind of doesn't get credited for is that he's a really idiosync- was a really idiosyncratic guitar player like kind of uh, staccato type playing, which I think is is cool. I like that. I like the psychedelic freak out stuff. Like Interstellar Overdrive to me, I think is the highlight of the record. Even though, right, you don't have any vocals or anything on that. I think that one song pretty much sums up early Pink Floyd, where it's sort of an auditory just experience. But uh, I would say that, yeah, either Interstellar Overdrive or Lucifer Sam to me is the highlights of that record. And I do like, uh, uh, AD a lot too, just because I think it's a really good intro. And I think a lot of Floyd records are like that, where they have that first song 
that just establishes what you're going to hear. You're going to go on a journey. You're going to go on a trip. You're going to learn something today, kids. You know, that sort of thing. But I would give it an 8 out of 10. I think it's a good record. I think it's a good debut. Uh, yeah, power touch is a bit ridiculous. I, I agree. It's it's grating at times. And take up thy stethoscope and walk, I think, is weak. <laughs> yeah. But but it's Roger Waters. So I don't know if I'm just saying that based on what came later. You know, being like, hey man, this guy wrote Echoes or whatever. Yeah. You know, and I, I don't know if I'm actually doing that, but I think it's a good record. So I'll pass it over to you, Brian. I'm gonna I'm gonna strike the mean and say a seven. Okay. For, but right on. for for the the instrumental and melodic qualities of the album. Yeah, I like the right? melodies quite a lot. Like and it's a solid start too, the first two tracks. For right. example, are probably my favorite on the yeah. album, and yeah. then and then you get uh, Interstellar Overdrive, right, right, classic. But um, you know, honestly, like I wonder, I, I got a lot of respect for it just because of how they were experimenting. You know, yeah, like yeah. I'll agree with that. Pro- like you could tell, there's a lot of open mindedness going on. Uh, probably not a lot of structure. We talked about that earlier. Right. It's like I wonder, and, and maybe that's the byproduct of why it's going to be more of like an average to great album versus yeah in the overall spectrum of the Pink Floyd well, discography to me I think it's like a definitive entry in not just psychedelic music but dark psychedelic music as yeah. in it kind of walks a boundary between where it's kind of hey sunshiny happy but then there are some elements to it that are kind of murky and mm-hmm. a little scary like you're singing a song about a scarecrow that apparently yeah. has human qualities i mean that's a bit strange right it's pretty weird yeah that's 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 pretty odd mm-hmm. but uh yeah i mean uh, yeah i think it's a definitive entry as far as like psychedelic music goes and yeah i think you're right brian i think it is i think it's a good like first step like like in it establishing is. that hey we're here this is what we're about i i think it works works on that level and uh yeah, I, I, I think I think uh, Power Touch might be like the worst point in that that yeah. record, just because it's so goofy. Just it, it could be in the running for possibly the worst Pink Floyd song. <laughs> we should definitely do that. We should. We should be. Well, we should well, be thinking about be. some and at least worst song per album when we do the album, and that one is definitely the worst. Okay, song on so that album. so best song then I would say I I would say I enjoy Lucifer Sam. That would be my favorite off there. Even though I love Interstellar Overdrive, I, I even like if if I were to pick three, it'd have to be AD then. <laughs> you know, that's it that. for me. That's it for me. Right. Yeah. Those three are a pretty fair tie. Yeah, yeah, and that's that's not knocking are the we other say, songs. Hey, are we stereotypical? Uh, yeah, we're kind of falling into a pattern here. Indeed. Right? Like, well, actually, this would be funny if Damn. it shows up like on the next <laughs> record, right? We're all picking the same songs, and it's like, and why are we even doing this? We're stereotypical yeah, yeah, yeah. Floyd right. fans. <laughs> <laughs> Might as well just all wear our own dark side T-shirt because we know we all have it. I bought mine when I was in high school, and I, I, I bought mine from the Roger Waters show. Yeah, seventy-five dollars. I, I remember buying that. <laughs> okay, truth time. I bought mine. I think in the summer of two thousand three from a hot topic damn it i'm so sorry that's, that's awesome but i remember paying for it and the guy being like yeah this is just one of those shirts you gotta have isn't it yeah and it's like i guess you know i mean <laughs> the girl from my class <laughs> at least we got to listen to dogs that day exactly yeah yeah 
over the ladder because they had the speakers in the ceiling in that room. There I used was to, like cranking it up. Too. Nice. There used to be a t-shirt shop in Central Mall in Fort Smith. It was like almost right next to where Sam Goody was. Do you remember where that mm. was at? Okay. I, I didn't know if you spent Central? much time at oh, Central Mall or not. Shirts. A but but they, they used yeah, to have like great. Pink Floyd t-shirts and stuff in this shop. It was like... And, and I remember they had a Piper at the Gates of Dawn t-shirt, and I was just like, what's that? Yeah, no I've never ever, heard of this. Yeah, no one's <laughs> ever seen this shirt But then before. again, I was like 14, you know? Yeah. But now it's like, yeah, I know that record. Yeah. You know, that's 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 got the crazy dude who lost his head, you know, at the LSD or whatever. Now he just yeah. paints in his basement all day. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, shows up randomly at Abbey Road Studios while Pink Floyd's recording their next masterpiece and causes Roger Waters to cry. You know, that's... <laughs> I, I'm okay with that. I feel like Roger Waters crying only results in more good music. So... Maybe we should make him cry more. Isn't that man? But like, let's just say like that guy was like mental. Let's just say he was mentally ill, right? Yeah. Like, take take all the drugs out of it, or let's say the drugs mentally induce mental illness, right? Like, right. He's yeah. a mentally ill person, and that is super sad. Yeah, yeah, it is. Uh, right. Like, probably like the the people, are, and you could tell like David was producing him for right. forever. Yeah, they were trying to carry him, like, or you yeah. know, like out of like a yeah, sense of to. duty. Yeah, yeah. that's du- that's duty. There's, there's a book I have called A Saucer Full of Secrets. It's about Floyd, and there's Ooh. a there's a chapter in there where they're talking, and they're in the car ride, and they're on the way to the show, and yeah. they're gonna swing by, and they're gonna pick up Sid, and uh, they're Rogers in the back, and he looks at David, and he's like, "Hey, man." what if we just don't go get him and then david's like he just sits there and keeps driving for a minute and then nobody says anything but they just don't go get oh, Sid. yeah I've and heard they that. they go to the concert and they do it without him mm. yeah and i think what's interesting too especially listening to this and in saucerful too since barrett's on some of the songs on there is that sid barrett haunts floyd for the rest of their career he yeah. does even though he leaves even though he goes into exile so many of their songs are about shine on you him or how they feel about these situations and things like dark side of the moon with this threat of insanity and uh, like dealing with everyday life and all and it's like sid's in there man Mm -hmm. you know yeah he is very much so the right he's the specter right that is yeah absolutely that just continually and yeah, I wonder how much that that like influenced right the deni- the dynamic between Roger and David, especially since well because they both were friends with Sid. David was friends with Sid like since I think childhood or something like that. I mean, I think Roger was in some way too, but Roger was one of the founders of Pink Floyd, right? Yeah. And it's like they bring in David to sort of cover for Sid because he's falling apart at this point. But it's like they had a friendship and Roger and Sid had a friendship. So it's like who's really who does the band what, really are you belong trying to? to say which one is pink? Yes. <laughs> that is exactly what I'm saying. <laughs> Roger, you know, like, for real. Like because the only reason that debate Sid, exists. Yeah. Sid was the band leader and they brought David in as a replacement for Sid, even though Roger is one of the founding members 
of the band. I mean, he was the bass player at that point. He wrote a song at least. Yeah. I mean, eventually takes over in a way. Mm-hmm. But right, who who has the rightful who's the rightful Blade. heir to the Pink Floyd throne? You know, it is. It's like feuding brothers squabbling yeah. for the for the throne. Like it's like a you would only see weird situations in like a, a like a royal family. <laughs> like yeah. who's going to be in charge? All right, we got two brothers over here fighting to be. Uh, it's like it. It is. It's kind of like that. And two it's, brothers it's, squabbling right. over and their dads. It's, and, it's just weird to me because the personalities too. Because Roger, the classic sort of narcissistic type, and you know he's all beat up internally because well, daddy died in the war and all this you know kind of stuff. And then you have David Gilmore, who's like super talented guitar player guy, but he's real laid back for the most part, right? Yeah. Uh, do you know anything about did it, did the band go through an era where they were like super into coke or something like that? <laughs> that like I don't know. I don't think I reached. I, I don't think I got to that chapter. If there was one, yeah, I don't in, remember that one. Okay, in, uh, a saucer full of secrets. I've heard. Okay, yeah, I want to check out that book. I'll bring it to talking. you. Well, okay, I want to okay, say yeah. that in the latter part, like around the wall. Because Richard Wright got kicked out of the mm-hmm. band, right? And I, I want to say one of the reasons was is that Roger was like, well, right, Rick was all messed up on drugs or whatever. Maybe that's you what know? I'm thinking. Even though it was probably just an excuse. Yeah. And, yeah. And <laughs> for all there's, the- <laughs> a, there's a form about David Gilmore being a cocaine addict here. Okay. Is there? But I don't know. Yeah, what drugs do these guys use? Is it Reddit? Right here? <laughs> huh? David Pink Floyd. So this is on Reddit. But tons, tons of people imagine. have done what we are doing right now. Imagine that. And questioned whether or not those guys. I are. like how we're going through momentary lapse of reason, just like right now. I think that's great. Like, right. You know, because because this is one we're gonna. Yeah, I told you they remixed this, right? No, I didn't. No. There's a box set that is that came out just maybe late last year that's called like Pink Floyd the later years and it has like momentary lapse of reason delicate sound of thunder uh division bell uh, pulse and like a bunch of live tracks and stuff on it but they actually remixed momentary lapse of reason delicate sound of thunder and uh, I think division bell hmm. and uh they stripped away a bunch of like the 80s production yeah i i Is it i better? think it, no. No. <laughs> no, no, no. As, as, a, as a matter of fact, I actually found that I like the 80s production more because I feel like it's just revisionism more at this authentic. point. Yeah. It's yeah. like you had your chance and you blew it. Mm-hmm. You know? It's like, no, this is what I really wanted the record to sound like. This is the director's right. cut yeah, it's 40 like, years Yeah, later. right. I just, I just felt like it's, or it's, it's kind of like trying to convince fans to like the music even it's 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 it, well hey you gotta like it now because it sounds different it sounds better and it's like you should it, it's 1987 you should have put out the best that you had then using the tools that you had then which is what you came up with here yeah. you know and division bell should sound fucking my high hopes should be all epic and what do you think muddles yeah. that? You think it's people being influenced by the sounds of the times, or is that just their original evolution, or both? I think, as an example, like say with this, like momentary lapse of reason. I think a lot of it is just the times. It sounds eighties is right. To that's me. what I mean. Is yeah. the, is the production on it is just like yeah, it's insanely eighties gated drums, mm-hmm. the reverb type stuff like that. You got electronics. 
FM synthesizers, that sort of thing. Uh, so, yeah, it's 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 corporate arena rock. It is. <laughs> that's that's a great way. To I, I don't it. know if it right. It's it and it's corporate arena rock masquerading as art for the most part which is why i still waters man <laughs> <laughs> and this record is gonna get a fucking three. <laughs> oh, a th- oh, already already where would you rank roger waters first solo album oh uh, uh pros and cons of hitchhiking dude that's the mm-hmm. bottom that record sucks yeah, it's, it's garbage, <laughs> it's garbage. <laughs> okay but i would i do also immediately There's, like to point out that david's first solo album yeah, was the I, shit I, I agree the self-entitled is is a good album that's a great record it really I, it yeah was, it was the, no fair. way out of here that's like one of my favorites yeah right? like uh, uh but uh, pros time. and cons of hitchhiking if you want a record that's like maybe 85 percent sound effects and maybe yeah the rest of it recycled so there's one song on there i forgot what it's called but it's your possible pass is it really from uh, final cut pretty much just rewritten that's all it is and it has eric clapton on it so that's <laughs> everything you love you know on one record there you does, go does it have when the tigers broke free yeah, no because <laughs> it should <laughs> <laughs> no no see that and, and that gets into this revisionism thing too final cut do you think that record or that song really belongs on that record when the tigers broke free does that belong on no. that album no because it was recorded for the wall. Yeah. And it came out on the wall the, for the soundtrack for the film, which was like 83. That was Bob Geldof. Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Live Aid guy. Mr. Right? Live Aid. <laughs> Save Ethiopia yeah. or whatever. I, I watched that Freddie Mercury movie, or the Queen movie. Yeah. Bohemian Rhapsody. That was yeah. really good, by the way. It was. I watched it as well. See, I haven't seen it. It's good. Yeah. It's good. I mean, I'm not doubting it. I can't remember if I rented it or saw it in theaters, but I saw it when, around the time it came out. It's yeah. on HBO right now. Like, you can check it out on the streaming service they have, so that's where I watched it. Cool. Uh, Sweet. But, uh, yeah, uh, this is great. We're all, like, tying into things we're going to talk about on later albums. You know, this yeah. is all going to resurface. It's going to come well, up. For and, sure. And the larger point I, I like is, like, how often which i know you in all of the time you probably sit down and listen to all these albums but just to sit down and listen to all the floyd albums and like yeah. have yeah. conversations about them or just actively yeah I, I listen to every pink floyd album front to back yeah it's almost like reading books to me you know right it's and, like something to kind of be conquered and i'll admit yeah. i'll admit a weakness on the earlier floyd records too i've probably only heard each one of them once or twice yeah maybe. No, no. so okay and and, and this, is, this, this is another thing to point out and and and, and it's maybe technical limitations of the time or whatever but the early records of course don't sound as well you know. as dimensional as say dark side of the moon or wish you were here where it's like those are records i feel like you can just walk into you know this is kind of like everything's up front and but a part of that is production i mean that's all production stuff more than anything and this is one of your favorite songs of all time jeremy barlow dogs of war (laughs) (laughs) i'm gonna kill you with this bottle (laughs) this is like universally hated like universally universally hated yes because it's a what what's funny is uh like when i sometimes when i mention dogs people will say your dogs were oh no you're like no no, no. not not even in the same that shouldn't even exist in the same universe Mm -hmm. 
It's not the same. Dogs is Shame like a it. masterpiece. And I'm going to go d- back and dogs say really Dogs of War is a piece of. Your point earlier about saying that uh, Gilmore's first solo record was great. No, it isn't. <laughs> <laughs> that too. It's layers. <laughs> yeah. Oh, man. Pink Gilmore. Yeah. Like I said, that was great when, when somebody was doing band anagram things mm-hmm. and they entered Pink Floyd and they came up with Dinky Flop. And I'm like, yeah, that's pretty much the latter half of their sort of mm. career there. Yeah. I need to get some something Floyd for the new studio. Something. Some sort of piece. dark side of the moon T-shirt. I'm pretty Absolutely. sure you can find I, it. I'm buying the shirt when I go see Roger. <laughs> I have one. I'll sell it to you. Seventy-five. <laughs> Mark, fair market price. Fair market price. Friend uh, prices sixty-five. Yeah. <laughs> it's only going to go slightly up. used. Exactly. Yeah. Man, that that is like both times I saw Roger, I just got the feeling of how timeless this is like yeah. the, the 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 part to the band that we all love you know that we keep referring to like how him and david in their own ways have really recaptured and been able to put it back yeah. into the field yeah. even yeah. though no, they're david, both david right? does it way less now asshole yeah he's he, i guess he's too busy on his houseboat or whatever sorry <laughs> <laughs> yeah. right. i think most of these like later records were recorded like he bought some houseboat that was built like in the early 20th century and yeah put a studio into it and i don't know what that does to the acoustics just being on the water yeah i don't know it's, it's just like but who thinks of that he's like i'm gonna buy a houseboat and i'm gonna live in it but i'm gonna build a studio in it too yeah these like albums that are done in theme type places like you know we filmed we recorded this record in the house they killed Sharon Tate in yeah and Nine Inch Nails right yeah, yeah, yeah like, down no, spiral. I, I recorded yeah. my last couple records on a houseboat yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know it almost seems kind of pedestrian yeah, it's right it's kind of tame it's like, like are you fucking co-oping there with Jimmy Buffett <laughs> that's funny I saw uh, Jeff Bezos's uh, yacht in yeah. Pensacola oh really yeah. is it massive oh yeah the biggest boat I've ever seen I'm sure it was like the size of a cruise ship I felt like I was just like damn because it was like tons of other boats around and like it's in a harbor and we were on a boat and I was seeing large boats going out into the bay and stuff and I, there's just that one. It was bigger than... It was like at least three stories. And then, and then I felt like it had like like a, like a little captain's area and like some other shit. Like yeah. Way taller. It was like the Tower of Babel, man. What's even the point of that? <sighs> I, that's... Why do I have to pay so much taxes? Dude, <laughs> like That's exactly. all I can think, yeah. man. Yeah. Like, dude, why is it raising tax on the middle class even a fucking thing yeah. we're talking about? Yeah. Oh, my God. Fucking. People keep asking me about that. Apparently, I'm middle class. I don't know. I'm just like... that. But that has come up all week about uh, apparently that's a major in the democratic debates a major thing that keeps coming up it's raising taxes on the middle class it's yeah. like how about we raise taxes on that asshole yeah no with shit. the boat yeah like and when i'm that you can raise taxes on me too and Absolutely. i'll fucking gladly pay because i already am like that's making it like when you don't have to pay taxes anymore mm-hmm. that's making it it is how about we don't pay taxes at all i'm fine with that 
Hashtag taxation is theft. <laughs> yes. <laughs> oh man, <laughs> dude, we were here to talk about. I know. <laughs> hey man, we just we, we did a Roger Waters we, here. That's what yeah, it is. Yeah, we did. Commercial. Just just where we're not being anti. This is not a drill. That's ridiculous. So. <laughs> Great saying. Oh, man. <laughs> yeah, you'll have to look into that Rogers show. That'd be For cool. For sure, yeah. Get to go, That'd man. be awesome. Well, dudes, let's let's wrap it All up. All right, yeah. All we'll, right. We'll, uh, we'll resume next album. Next time, uh, Saucer yeah. Full of Secrets. We'll schedule yeah. one here in a few weeks. Maybe uh, one of the first ones in the new studio. So. Yeah. All right. Maybe, maybe we could play covers of said songs. There we go. <laughs> that too. It's like we've been rehearsing. <laughs> our our own switch. interpretation of this record. I like it. <laughs> Front to back. All right. Which uh, momentary lapse of reason will just be a lot of auto-tuned flatulence. That's like <laughs> I'm fine with that. I can do that all day. <laughs> I, I, a buddy of mine's a guitar player. I'm going to bring him in. Excellent. Session. I like that. All right. Collaboration. Signing off, guys. All Thanks right. so much for coming by. Yep. Thanks for having us. Thanks. Well, gents, that was fun. That was-